0: This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in there of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits the right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back.
1: Winks down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon.
0: Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away.
1: He runs, gets away again. Goes to the 40, gets away again. To the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50,
0: the 10. He died. Touchdown 49ers. Third down. Alex takes the snap, Alex looking, down it, post, and it's good! Here.
1: Touchdown! Touchdown 49! <laughs> for the second down, Ryan takes the snap, throws the plan to the left side, it's Russell, intercepted. The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman, is rejection! Navarro
0: Bowman running it all the way for a touchdown! No greater redemption! San Francisco 49ers, Click, 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 boom, boom. What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and we are back to bring you guys a fun filled episode. This is going to be a lot of fun, I promise you guys that one, man. Breezy, man, over there climbing the ranks, got the do rag on, got the shades on. Don't, dark, are those dark. glasses or are they shades? These are gazelles. These are the glasses. What's gazelles? Like, I don't know nothing about shades, man. The 80s, the 80s style glasses. Oh, so that's a style, not a brand. It's a brand. Oh, oh, okay, okay. You got got to teach me something, man. I I don't know much about anything, you know, but man, look, we are here to bring this thing to you guys. We're going to run through these formalities. We're going to knock all this stuff out and we're going to have a good, a good, quick show. We got a guest that's supposed to be joining us in a little bit. Uh, We'll see what happens uh, and hopefully everything works out. If it's your first time here on the YouTube page, guys, do us a favor. Give us that thumbs up. Like this, like the show, all right? Then if you really enjoy the show, subscribe, and then turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. Today we're able to bring you guys a breaking news video, and I know that you guys got a chance to enjoy that. The Niners are wheeling and dealing. We're going to discuss that in a little bit. All right? Make sure you guys do that. Follow us on our social media platforms. We have Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but 9ERS. That is the number 9, nothing but 9ERS. All right, so get on over there and follow us there. And then last but certainly not least on social media, we have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners. That's spelled all the way out. No numbers in there anywhere. Words all the way around, okay? Nothing but Niners. Head on over there, subscribe, 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 all right? And then if you guys want some bonus content, man, we got a debate show that's going to be over there on Wayne's channel. Uh-oh, we lost Wayne for a second, but it's all good. We got a debate show that's going to be over there on Wayne's channel. Uh, but right now, you got the first two episodes here. You're going to get one more this week, and then after that, it's going to be exclusively over on Wayne's network. But when he's ready, we're going to uh tear that thing down over there. Head on over to patreon.com NB9ERS. Get on board, all right, because the shows are going down. We did a fun rewatch today with the people who wanted to be involved. I had a good time doing it. I think that's going to be a regular thing, man, just going over the game, chilling again. Uh, Sometimes emotions be too high. You got to walk away in the middle of the game, bathroom breaks, you know, refill your drink, something like that. So it was pretty cool to sit back and just watch the game again, you know, relax. You know the outcome, but now you get to watch for different things. You want to see who was doing what on certain plays and things of that nature. And uh, it made it for a fun time. I had a really good time doing it. So, uh, yeah, head on over there, patreoncom nb r, s. Now, Wayne, we're almost there, man. We've been fighting, we've been battling, we're getting your channel back up. The channel's back, hey. man. Yeah,
1: it's 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 there, man. You guys are—you call me workaholics. You guys are the hardest working people in show business. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was funny how I just disappeared like that. I got one of those gaming mouse mice, whatever you call it. See this button on the side? <laughs> mistake. Uh-huh. Oh, it's the back button.
0: <laughs> I got one of those too. I actually, I had to stop using it because I kept making that mistake. I go to grab the mouse and click the back button. <laughs> I know you're like, Breezy got hacked again. <laughs>
1: oh shit. <laughs> nah, man. Um, but yeah, man. I I appreciate everybody and everybody out there, man. Appreciate you guys. Let's keep pushing, guys. Let's get because once we get the one K, we got to get the two K. So <laughs> there you go. Let's so, just keep pushing. But Mike, man, don't
0: stop, man, it's a train and we're going to keep pushing forward the whole time. You know what I'm saying? For sure.
1: It was a great day. Mike, now, before we get the show started, I got to ask you, how are you feeling? Uh, did you go just in for regular cleaning or did you have to get some work done? Because they be hurting the hell out of my gums when I go get my stuff clean. They be digging. And then I'd be like, oh, first of all, I get, I get nervous with the tools because the tools. Mm, yeah. Because I thought about buying a set so I could practice, I could do my own, clean off my own tartar tar, whatever you call it. You know what I mean? Tartar. So.
0: How, how was your uh, your experience today at the dentist? So the experience was way better than what I thought. So I'm a big baby, right? I walk in and I have this whole speech prepared in my head. All right, Doc, numb me up double time with the little gel before you put the needle in my gums. And then, then when you do the needle in my gums, double that up so I don't feel anything, right? And I'm ready to give this speech. And uh, she, she was like, all right, let's see how everything is going. I sit down and open my mouth. She gets the little tool. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up with the gel? Like, we got we got to do the numbness. stuff. She was like, oh, no. She was like, we already did the root canal, so the nerves are dead. You're not going to feel a thing. We're just putting a cap on top. I was like, what does that mean you putting a cap on top? She was like, gonna, we did a custom molding. We sent it out. It came back. We're going to put the cap on top. She got to do it for fitting. And I was like, so this ain't going to hurt at all. Now, you got to look at me. Like, this big, burly dude with dreads sitting in this chair. Him, so this ain't going to hurt at all. She's, like, laughing through the mask. She's got her mask on. I could tell. But uh, So I ended up calling out of work basically for nothing. I could have I could have went to work right after this, but you know it was good to spend the day at home, uh, yeah. spend some time with the missus, uh, watch some shows. We got to catch up on a couple of things, you know what I mean? And the baby was here. So I had a good day overall, man. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I got a really bad headache right now, but I think it was from smoking hookah all day.
1: So. I feel like I never really check in with you on how you're doing. You're always worried about us and everybody else. Yeah. So I just wanted to get a quick check in make sure you doing good, make sure family's doing good and things like that. We never really get to check in on Mike. You're always you're always holding it down. So
0: thanks. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. I really do. And then speaking of, we got some of our uh, faithful family that needs some more prayers, guys. Uh, I got a a DM from our guy, Sean. You guys know Sean uh, for his super chats and everything like that. And his family is going through something. I don't want to put any personal business out there or anything but keep him and his family in your prayers guys if you guys uh prayers vibes light incense whatever it is that you do to put positivity and and, and good vibes towards somebody uh make sure you guys do that double time for our guy sean uh, he's really in need and it uh, could go a long way you know uh and we we got a, a long long list of people who are, who are on this are uh, getting that prayers and everything you know our guy chanel is still on the list uh 49ers chanel uh he's still getting uh prayers and everything from us so you know what I mean? Just guys, keep, keep the faithful uplifted, man. Keep you guys' prayer circles tight and everything. Uh, we're going to get through this with everybody. All right? We're going to get through this with everybody. We're going we're gonna to go through these lumps and bumps with them. And that's what family does. That's what we are here over here. Uh, the faithful are family. So uh, just, you know, keep that kind of stuff in mind. Um, <clears throat> the 49ers, talking about, you know, going through stuff. They announced today uh, the passing of uh, former 49ers GM uh, John McVay. Yeah, I, I saw that out there today. Um a little before my time, but nonetheless, uh once you're faithful, you're faithful. Once you family, that's it, right? So uh prayers and condolences out to his family, uh friends, loved ones, anybody affected by uh his loss. Um if you guys are into rap and hip hop, uh we guys heard about uh takeoff. Take yeah. Yeah,
1: you said it right. Yeah,
0: from the Migos. amigos um, you know. That was a terrible, terrible situation to be involved in. Uh, Court astray. Stray wasn't meant for him. And, you know, it's it's, it's pretty sad to, to hear how it all played out. I've seen a lot of people online to the, talking today. Oh, I'm done with rap. I'm done with rap. This is crazy. And I get that normally, but that had nothing. What happened had nothing to do with rap yeah it, they, it's just that association they feel like
1: oh they're rappers and so this had to be some gang violence or some. some but, yeah,
0: but it but it wasn't it, right. it, wasn't. it, it, it wasn't. couldn't be further from the truth you know what i mean so uh it, it's sad to see but you know i just want to caution people with jump into conclusions just a little too quick uh and who am i to tell people to be done with rap but rap isn't just a genre it's it's a culture, it's a culture. you're going to be done with a lot more than what you think you are if you if you're going to stand on those words so you know uh prayers up to the family uh for the victim you know uh and victims because from my understanding multiple people were shot so uh prayers out to the victims and you know hopefully we can uh get this this life thing cont- it's going to have to continue uh but with some heavy hearts you know what i mean uh so Let's uh let's go ahead and jump into the 49ers' latest news and rumors, Wayne. Uh, we do this at the start of every show. Uh, and we did an emergency breaking news video for it earlier, but here we are again, man. We can talk about this, bro. Uh, the 49ers making some trades, all right? Uh, 49ers traded Jeff Wilson Jr. to the Miami Dolphins for a fifth-round pick, all right? Now, the Dolphins were busy wheeling and dealing today. A couple of other teams were wheeling and dealing, Wayne. Uh, but what do you think about the 49ers moves that they made today? The one move that they made today?
1: Well, <clears throat> today, um, you know, they traded their running back, but you knew that was coming when they traded for running back two weeks ago. Like, so, like, you knew something was about to go down. Um, I like the move. I, I think, look, the move. I like the move for both parties, right? Because Jeff Wilson Jr. is <clears> – <throat> Is is one of the one of the guys that I just fell in love with when it comes to what he does for this organization. They ask him to do this, he does this. They ask him to do that, he does that. They ask him to change his number from thirty to twenty-two to blah blah whatever. Whatever Jeff Wilson Jr. was asked. You want to talk about getting called up from practice squad, going back down, coming back up, going back down, getting released, only making a million oh a one point five this year. Like, listen, the dude has did his service here, uh, and I I think he it a buck when Elijah Mitchell went down. He came in and filled in there. Even He even filled in there. So Jeff Wilson did his thing, and I I, I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but you knew the 49ers were going to be making some type of move with the running backs. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, well, we run, we run our running backs down. They get hurt or whatever, whatever, whatever. You guys got to factor in the type of caliber of running back you got, what you're going to be getting back after the bye week, and you got a couple of the rookies you want to work out. You guys have been complaining about not seeing them. So if something yeah. goes down, get ready, all right, to see them play. And, you know, like I said, I think it's good for both sides, Mike, because now Jeff Wilson gets to go probably somewhere he wanted to go. He's going to go to an offense that he already knows, all right? He's going to a coach that he already knows, and this is good for, for him uh, and his family is a really great business opportunity for him to go out there and earn uh, a multi-year contract, which is something that I think Jeff Wilson Jr. deserves.
0: Yeah, you know, this guy has been battling for the Niners for a while through multiple injuries. Uh, he finally gets his shot when Elijah Mitchell goes down um and the rookies weren't panning out. Right. He, he becomes the, the number one guy for the 49ers. And he's filled in admirably, by the way. Uh, he's not just somebody who's just out there doing anything. He had a solid yards per carry. He was out there, you know, just dependable, steady Eddie, so to speak. You know what I mean? And uh, the the more impressive thing with him is his demeanor, how professional he was, uh, listening to him speak on the sidelines and things like that, just being completely involved and uh, wrapped in to, with the game experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, I thought that he deserved it too. You know, when you, when you listen to what he was going through and everything and uh, you know, you got to wonder how he felt when the team acquired Christian McCaffrey, right? Like, I'm out here busting my butt for y'all. I don't think it was any animosity. You know, we, we saw him celebrating with Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it was any in, in animosity, but I've done X, Y, and Z for this organization so far. I'm coming back from a, a bad injury. I'm, I'm working hard. Uh, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is a contract year for me. This might be my last chance to get a decent contract in the NFL especially with the way they value running backs these days. Uh, so let me go somewhere else, you know, uh, with all due respect, let me go somewhere else. Let me uh, chase this dream in another spot, you know? And I think the team was pretty cool to honor that, that request of him um, or by him, I should say. And he's going to go out there and do, he's going to, he's going to get his due. He's going to get his due. You know, Jeff is a hardworking young man and a down to earth person. I really like, uh watching some of the clips we saw with him and his family and things like that. So he, he's a good guy. He's gonna he's gonna get what's his because he works hard for it. So I really like that about him. All right. Much to you, FA. Much success, bro. Much success. Yes. Uh was there any other 49ers news that you feel we need to discuss or any maybe uh rumors, any talks that we need to put to bed because I got one thing that kind of bothered me today, but I it wasn't a big deal. I thought about not mentioning it, but uh, we can if, if you know if you don't have anything else to discuss. Um, as far as rumors, I mean, you could talk about them still adding
1: pieces in free agency. I mean, there's there's they still have about five million dollars in cap space. Uh, there's a possibility if if an injury, you know, returning from injury doesn't pan out, there's some players out there that they could still get. I was hoping that they would have made another move in the trade game and trying to acquire Deron Payne, but word on the street is they didn't want that like the their their commanders weren't trying to move them so i don't know i don't know what's true what's not true um but you know other than that i don't really i mean there's the obj rumors there's there's Mm -hmm. some stuff out there but it's not really picking up any type
0: of esteem uh mike but what do you have you know it's 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 tiring man every single year no matter if he just got to a team uh if 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 he's uh been at a team if he's in the middle of a contract negotiation every single year, we hear OBJ to the Niners. OBJ, to, it's not gonna happen. every. You could set a clock to it, bro. You could set a clock to it. it. It's it's like it's very tiring. If, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest with you guys, it's, gonna, it's very tiring. uh But anyway, what I what I, what I saw today was this man. uh I saw the stat or this this graphic. And they had Trey Lance on one side, and they had first round pick, first round pick, first round pick by the Dolphins and had these three players listed up there Tariq Hill was one of them uh Nick Chubb was another one and the other one was uh damn who was it oh this graphic really bothered me I'm not sure why it bothered you but well, I, well so what what happened in this with this graphic was if the if things don't work out the dolphins win the trade with Trey Lance, he's got to be really, really good. Oh, Waddle, Waddle, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Waddle was the other person in there. If 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 Trey Lance doesn't pan out, the 49ers really waft, wafted this this trade. Like, But the reason why it bothered me so much is because that trade had nothing to do with those players. It's not like the Niners said, hey, can we get Hill? And they said, no. And they said, oh, well, we'll give you this first round that we were going to give to Miami. And they were like, "Oh, okay, yes. You know what? Never mind. We found a quarterback. Like that. Th- these things weren't options. You know how the Dolphins choose to use that draft equity is up to the Dolphins. Those things have nothing to do with each other. They have nothing to do with each other. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me being sensitive. But I hate seeing stupid shit like that when it, when it happens. All it's cool to see what what trade traded picks turn into. I get that. But you can't say that." one trade is better than the other, or, you know, one team wins more than the other because of what a team does with the players. Because if, if they took three guys that were bust, that doesn't mean that the 49ers won that trade. That means that they just did a bad job of selecting players with him. Right. The value is the value The trade was even, it didn't, the Niners didn't trade for Trey Lance. They traded for spot three. Correct. They were still talking about Mac Jones. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and that's Kyle's word, not mine. Kyle said, at the time, we were looking at where we were. I, Mac Jones, I was all in on Mac Jones. And then uh, w- once we traded up, we realized we have some other options, and we we convinced ourselves that, you know, uh, Trey Lance was the better option for the team. So you got to look at the trade at the value. And if you want to see what teams did with those picks, that's cool. But what you can't do, what's not fair, what's not right, is to say, if this player doesn't do X, Y, and Z, then the other team won the trade. You know what I mean? I don't know. That that's just silly. All right, we're gonna get our guest in here. You can respond to it. Both of y'all can respond to it. We're gonna bring Dion in while y'all respond. Uh, go ahead, Wayne. You can take it, you. it away from. I, I I I don't know. Maybe I I didn't look into it
1: in that depth and the way you you did. But it, if it hit you that way, it hit you that way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real talk. For me, it was just like, all right. So you know, it looks like our first round pick is hasn't <laughs> hasn't even played yet. That's how I look at it. And they got first round picks that have been in the league for years, if that's how you want to look at it. So, of course, they're going to be developed over our our undeveloped player. And so we'll see. We'll be Kyle Shanahan. I promise you this, Mike. Kyle Shanahan and what's going on, they're going to be the ones with the championship at the end of the day. Then we'll go back to that graphic. So you take that graphic, you say you take a snapshot of it. And then you go back to that person that made that graphic, and then you let you just show them the the Lombardi. Is that's your I, told, you,
0: your "I told you so" moment? It's that's it. Huh. I'm I'm not a receipt keeper like that. I, I'm I'm bad at remembering who said what. I be it's some people with a talent for that shit on Twitter. i, I done one of those people. Receipts. I I I don't even
1: keep real receipts. But I'm just saying because this feels like is if it's bothering you, definitely take a receipt of this one. Just so Uh-oh. that way you can be okay. like, uh-huh. And you don't even got to say nothing. Just put the graphic up once the trophy is here. It, it, you
0: know, right, once see. you have to create. So this is why I'm always in a good mood. <laughs> something like that that bothers me, I see it, I say what I need to say, and I'm over it. Over it. I'm man. not going to remember this graphic later. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not going to come back to me unless somebody else reminds me. So I'm not I'm not the type. I don't hold on to negativity like that. So gotcha. I don't. Uh, Dion, thanks for joining the show, man. You guys see Niner Game Podcast is in the building. Uh, thank you for – I know you were running, 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 trying to make it here. We kind of put you up against the clock. That's our fault. I apologize. No, man. no problem. to make it, man. What are your thoughts, man? This graphic, man, Trey Lance, and then it was Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Chubb. If the Niners don't get a Super Bowl or two out of Trey Lance, then the Dolphins win this trade and all that. What do you, what do you think, man? Is that, is that nonsense or is it like, yeah, you kind of feel that way too?
2: No, that's nonsense, man, because the thing is, is we are going to get a Super Bowl out of Trey Lance. <laughs> that's the thing. So I, I'm not necessarily stressed about it. Um, for me, it I just feel that we've got to get the kid healthy and get him on the field to learn what he is, who he is and how he works. Once we have that, we will be fine. But I have I, I'm not with that. You know that because I think it's a lot of pe- people really hate on Trey Lance and I don't understand why. I don't know what he did to whoever, but, I mean, people really have a thing to try to bring that young man down, and I have no idea why there's so much hate on him.
0: How powerful, how much reach, how much um, influence do you guys think Colin Cowherd has? How many connections do you think
2: he has? Colin's the plug. By, By no stretch of the imagination is he not. He has definitely got his hands being able to reach out to a lot of people. But here's the issue. What people don't understand is you cannot continue to judge someone off something you've never seen. Anybody with a brain in their head can understand your take on Trey Lance should be he hasn't been on the field. I don't know what he is. I can't give you a proper assessment until I see what he does while he's on that field. We've had what? maybe three, four games at yeah, that, yeah. technically, to see who he is and what he can do. And I'm sorry, years. that's not enough. That's never enough. If that's the case, put like this. You can say something like that about Greg Oden. Y'all remember him? Greg Oden, tall, big, couldn't keep his knees together. So he can't be on the court. So automatically you get wind up, unfortunately, labeled a bust. Because you've been injured consistently, and you cannot be on the field. You can't say that about Trey Lance. It's a freak Mm -hmm. accident that happened. It kind of is what it is, Um, you know. But it's, for me, I look at it like this. Do we have a great squad right now? Yes. Next year, will we have a great squad? Yes. We've locked up the key pieces that we need to. We don't have to worry about Debo anymore. He's locked up. You can't go nowhere. We're good with that. We just brought in. We have Brett. We have uh, Elijah Mitchell. Like, are people forgetting that next year we're only going to continue to keep the ball rolling? We just gave this man another outlet
1: mm-hmm. by
2: picking up CMC, mm-hmm. and then trading Jeff Wilson Jr. and getting what a fifth round pick. And where does John Lynch seem to make his money in the fifth round? I honestly don't understand why there's so much hate on the kid. But I tell you right now, if it was me, well, I'd, I'd live in it. I'd relish every second of it. I would be very happy with it and tell them straight up like, hey, man, I want y'all to continue to hate on me because you know what that is? It's called fuel for my fire. Let it burn. I want this to turn into an inferno. And when I go out there and I win that Lombardi, I'm going to laugh in everyone's face. That's the idea you should have
0: yeah yeah i completely agree man i i agree um now i wanted to thank you again for jumping on here with us you know i keep getting a lot of dms and requests you got to get deal on mike you got to get nine a game podcast and i tell the people every show i said if you guys have questions suggestions uh people you want us to try to get on she was an email the emails came in and i'm a man of my word i reach out to people and i try to bring them on you know what i mean so i do want to thank you for that man i know you're working hard over there uh, see the Twitter page and everything going. So, you know, I just want to stop in and support. I put, I think I put all the links in the description of today's video. So I appreciate you... you. I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate anyone that sent
2: Mike a DM and asked for me to come through. I really appreciate that, man. I do this for the love, and I do this for my brothers right here, Mike and Breezy. I haven't met both of y'all, but I feel like I know you guys. And I know when I meet Breezy, it's going to be electric. Like, that's <laughs> going to be a moment, man, because, like, Breezy has that infectious energy. And the same yeah. thing with Mike. And Mike, the gym is working out for you, bro. I see the guns <laughs> on you. You look good, bro. You look
1: good. It's just a couple sizes too to small. Don't be fooled.
2: Hey, that, no, that's the whole point. You wear it a couple sizes too small, so it looks good. I, I'm with you.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. I really am. I appreciate it, man. I do. I, I appreciate it, man. So, guys, look. What would you say? Wait, I, I I cut you off. I'm sorry. You said. Oh No, there. no, it's good. It's because you, you
1: keep losing the bets and them
0: pushups. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys, let's get down to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Uh, normally, we save the super chat for the end of the show, but I do want to do this again one more time. Yes. I don't know if Sean missed the end of the episode or, or the beginning of the episode, uh, but we did send out our prayers to Sean and his family, uh, and he gives a super chat here. He says, please pray for my dad. One more time, they aren't bringing him back. Cognitively, he has been gone since 4.30. Mm-hmm. So again, guys, you know, Sean, uh, you you know that already, man. We, we've we got you, man, uh, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is that you need from us, man, you let us know, and we got you. I saw a lot of people uh, showing love in the chat immediately after you posted that, uh, and we did at the top of the episode. We we gave you, uh, and I, I made people aware of what was going on. I didn't put your personal business out there. I just said pray for your father, but you, you've put it out here. So, uh, I do, uh, uh, you know, I do want you to know that the community, the 49ers, the faithful, the family, we are with you, bro. We are absolutely with you. So, uh, you know, we'll be praying for you and hoping for the best for you and your loved ones. All right. Um, but thank you for the super chat, man. You did, you did not have to do that. You did not have to do that. Um, let's get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's episode, guys. We are going to be grading the 49ers versus the Rams. Now this is interesting because, um, Next week, we are going to be having a grading the 49ers, maybe this weekend even. Uh, maybe maybe I'll do it next show, Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Uh, we're going to be grading the 49ers through the midway point of the season. But we're going to start today with grading versus the Rams and the Rams only. We're going to do different uh, aspects of the games. Uh, we're going to do letters, all right? We're going to do the pluses and the, and the minuses and the regular letters here. Uh, and this is going to get Wayne brushed up for his teaching here he, we gonna get him back you know what I'm saying like he gonna make sure that we on point with this grading system because I always thought hey, listen to how stupid I am right I always thought an 80 was a B minus mm-hmm. alright now that's right so far right yeah I thought an 89 was a B plus yeah couldn't tell you what a B was couldn't 85. tell you what a B <laughs> 85 that's 85, it 85 to 87
1: is your B okay 80 okay. to 84 is your A minus. B minus. And, and, okay. And okay. Okay. B-. And then and then 88 to 89, that's your B plus. That's your plus. Yep. And then okay. you go to A's and you just keep the same thing
0: going. Got you. Okay. Got, okay. See, I, I'm, I'm learning something. Somebody be like, well, what, what number did you have? <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was never sure that. I'm going to put myself down here at the bottom. I'm going to put our guest up at the top uh, because this is going to cut off part of the screen. Uh, and so let's start with uh, what side of the ball you guys want to start with, offense or defense? Hey, Mike, make the grading the 49ers versus Rams a ticker. And then... well, I was gonna do the oh, okay, never mind, like that. You know what I mean? I was yeah. gonna do, do it the other way, but I mean, whatever, however, however you think it looks better, you want to change it up? No, I just didn't know you were gonna do that. <laughs> oh, on, man, I'll be trying to be prepared sometimes. Every once in a while, I'll be all right with you be on right. your scar, you be on your scar, yeah, man. All right, so uh, well, where, where do you, where do you brothers want to start? I let
1: Dion pick. He could pick.
0: Oh, you know, we can we, we start with the offense. All right. We're going to go with the offense. And actually, let's start with one that I think is going to be the most interesting uh, point here. All right. We'll start on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to talk about the passing and receiving game. All right. Uh, this game was interesting because Jimmy was pretty efficient. I know he had those two nearly tipped passes, right? But that happens every game to every quarterback, you know, and there's a reason why the defensive players are on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they're not going to come down with everything. Uh, but how much do you guys hold that against them? What do you guys think about the plays, uh, the timing of everything? Um, let's talk about it, man. Uh, let's grade the passing and receiving game for the 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Wayne, we'll have you go first. Then we'll do Dion. Then I'll go afterwards.
1: Um. <clears throat> so the passing game, passing receiving game, uh, it's tough because I got to put them together and try right. to figure it out. I mean, as far as receiving games, only one wide receiver, but. Um, you had your tight ends that were that did pretty well. They finished uh they pretty you know pretty well. I think Ross Dwelly had the one big catch for 56 yards. I think George Kittle had like uh three catches on five targets for another 30 plus yards. Uh Brandon Ayuk was in the 80 yard range, I believe, with the touchdown. And so um wide receivers definitely the receiving game definitely did its thing, especially with some of the throws to the running backs. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, they also had good catches. Um, The passing game, though, it had some hiccups. But overall, I thought the passing game was good, you know. Um, I I guess I'm a a hard grader when it comes to, like, the mistakes. Because, man, I tell you what, man, you throw those two interceptions, this game is different. Um, But people don't like to talk about it. They forget about it. And when I'm watching the film, I'm like, damn, we got lucky, you know. And I, I probably said that five times. Not just from interceptions. There was a couple of fumbles too. So dang, we got lucky, you know. But um, luck was on our side that game. And sometimes you need a little luck. And it's okay to have a little luck, especially when you don't ever have good luck. And you always get the bad end of the stick. Sometimes it's okay to get the good end of the stick. But overall, I give the passing receiving grade. I give it an A minus. Uh, I think I'm giving it an A minus. I thought the receivers probably gave me like that A and then the passing game. Do
0: I got to include the offensive line in the pass protection too? If you, if you want to, I thought about that. I don't have line grades on here. If you, so if I you guys like want to grade the game as
1: well, uh, yeah. they gave up three sacks total few pressures. Yeah. So I think a minus is a pretty dang on decent grade. I thought the offense really graded well this,
0: this week. So. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Dion, I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I like that, though. I like that. All right, Dion, what was, what was your take on it, man? I'm, I'm going to have to,
2: you know, echo Breezy's sentiments, man. Things worked out well for us in the passing game. Um, now, the only thing I will say is you said that happens to every quarterback. It mainly happens to Jimmy most of the time. We know every game. We live with this as Niners fans. We all understand it. There's a possibility of, of, of a mishap happening at some point. So we don't really hold it against them anymore. We just live with it, man. It's like put it like this it's like being in a relationship, and someone does something you know you really can't stand, but you pick your battles. You go to yourself, is this really worth arguing over? I know this is gonna happen again. You know what? It is what it is, it's just how you look at it. So uh for me the passing game was 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 really good you know outside of exactly what breezy said those two almost interceptions and it's really odd that Jalen Ramsey dropped both of them and I mean bro they, they this was the easiest picks you were gonna get
0: he like, had I, his hands on the balls bro, twice each one of them it was and the crazy I'm,
2: when he I'm telling you when he dropped it I was like Oof, okay I can breathe because <laughs> I you know how it is momentum shifts. And that's exactly what Breezy was alluding to. That pick happens. The momentum shifts. The Rams get the ball. They're already in field goal range. Possibly trying to score again. Cooper Cup might even start feeling himself a little bit. But they didn't happen. So you let it slide. You let it go. It is what it is. Um, but I have to say an a minus. Uh, be honest, I looked. At, I looked at the uh, the receiving stats and BA six of six. They shot. They, they went to him six times and caught us six times. Even Dwelly, even though he only caught one pass, one for one. McCaffrey, eight for nine. You know what I'm saying? So it, it shows you that the pass game is coming together, and Christian McCaffrey has created the perfect security blanket for Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm okay with that. If we can limit his mistakes, limit him having to throw the ball and be able to put the game on CMC's back, and now with the trading of Jeff Wilson Jr. put the game on CMC and what possibly seems to allude to the fact that Elijah Mitchell may or may not be back after this bye week, that I'm I'm good with that one too bunch, but I'll go with Breezy. a
0: minus. Interesting. So I, I thought I was gonna be a little bit different from everybody, and I and I've been torn, I'll be honest with you fellas, right? Uh on one hand, I'm looking at damn man, like Brandon Ayuk was the only receiver that caught any passes except for the one catch by Ray Ray McLeod and his other target. He dropped and almost let the whole team down on that one. You know, like I was really just like looking at it from that aspect. Like you didn't involve the wide receivers, but then I stepped back and I took that part of it away. And I looked at Brandon Ayuk. He's a first round pick. He should be the team's leading receiver, right? Ross Dwelly. He's been here for a while. You want him to contribute if George Kittle struggling, and Kittle was out there three for thirty nine with a touchdown. Uh, and then it was like, all right, so what else do we do? Where do we put the meat and potatoes of this game? And Kyle wanted mistake free football in this game, and the safest thing to do with a quarterback that we all know, just like what D was just saying, right? He's gonna have some whiffs sometimes. Let's let's keep everything close to the line of scrimmage. Some throws that any quarterback should be able to make. Let's go ahead and make that happen. Right. And that's why they use Christian McCaffrey so much. But here's the dope part about the Christian McCaffrey play. uh, And even in my opinion, the Ross Dwelly play. Jimmy did some things that we have. We don't normally see him do go back to a read that he had already moved on from. Right. Or scramble around and find somebody in the end zone that touchdown pass to to Christian McCaffrey. They said he wasn't even in on that play. That wasn't supposed to be the type, type of play that he was making and meanwhile Jimmy goes out and he he does his thing right he finds him back there some people thought that he was trying to throw the ball to Kittle uh but when i went back and looked at the tape no i really think that that was for Christian McCaffrey um and so uh when you when i factored all that into it right was i disappointed with some of the plays that Kyle Shanahan called not really because i understood the game plan this was going to be Christian McCaffrey uh and mistake free football and so i settled on a b plus but Only because I feel like we could do more, and when I say more, I'm talking just yards and touchdowns, just yards and touchdowns. And then we also have to include the throw by Christian McCaffrey. So, you know what? Maybe, maybe it is a minus. Maybe y'all were right. Maybe it is a minus, damn it. Because that throw by Christian McCaffrey was pretty impressive, also. And we have to include that in the passing game, don't we? We Yes,
2: yeah, we do. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. The play is so odd to me how that play was literally the exact, everything almost lined up exactly the same to when Debo dropped a pass to Jennings. The only difference is McAfee throws a prettier ball and Ayuk didn't bobble it. He caught that joint and walked right into the end zone. So yeah. it, it was, it was great, man. Like, and y'all know how that happened, right? Kyle literally asked before the game, not the game, but, but you know, hey, has anyone ever seen CMC throw a pass? Somebody pulled up a, a film throwing thrown a 50-yard bomb. And he was like, oh, that's in the game plan. And you know Kyle, when he gets a new toy, he wants oh. to tinker with it. He wants to play with it. And I, I liken Kyle to a mad scientist sometimes because he's once in a while he'll outcoach himself, but then there are times – where you see him dissect every little piece of anything he finds and then put it all back together and then put it on the field. And you go, yeah, I don't think there's many coaches that could do that. So, Right.
0: All right. So, I mean, overall it was good. You know what I mean? Uh, not some dominant 400-plus yard performance, but highly efficient, 21 to 25. I don't think anybody was disappointed with what we saw from the 49ers the game. So let's keep it moving here, guys. Let's move on to the run game here. Uh, Wayne. Talk to me, bro. Run game was a little. It wasn't
1: bad. It wasn't. It was, I mean, uh, what they had 20, 23, 20 carries for. I don't have it right in front of my face. For 23 hundred carries years. for 111 yards total. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey had 94. Yeah. And a touchdown. Right. So and the TD. Yep. Um, at the end of the day, Christian McCaffrey was damn near a hundred yard runner. And that's what i be. That's what I want. I want a hundred yard runner every game yes. and you supplement it with some of the other backs. Uh, and I think that's what we're going to do uh, going forward. Does it mean it's going to always be Christian McCaffrey? Nope. That we got Elijah Mitchell coming back. So you, you're going to see the run game pick up. I think the run game has been probably one of the weakest links for the 49ers because they couldn't really get it going. I they ranked, uh, now I think they rank like maybe 11th in the run or something like that. Um, but, look, the run game was decent. Um, it was well-balanced, and it was more positive runnings than it was negative runs, and that's what we want for from the 49ers. That's what we want. We want to see those positive joints uh, because it helps you get into third and shorts, second and shorts, third and shorts, and things like that. Easier converted first downs. But Christian McCaffrey was on one. Yeah, there was times he just made people miss. It was like, <laughs> all right. You go, you think you got me? Nope, I'm gonna cut step and you're gonna miss me. And I'm just like, man, this kid is different, he's different, different type of runner. Um, this kid is gonna be a problem. And so now, now I think Kyle Shane is gonna open up his offense now that he he's, he trusts his run game. I think that was the issue, he was not trusting the run game. He also wasn't trusting this Jimmy Garoppolo but you saw many times. How many times this season Jimmy Garoppolo had to throw 40 plus game, uh, 40 plus attempts a game because he just wasn't trusting this run game. So I think the run game is going to be on point just because of the dynamic CMC is going to bring. This is going to free up Debo, too, in the backfield. Juice check. All those guys like it's going to be different once they all back coming back after the bye. But based off this game, I gave the run game, even the run blocking. I thought the run blocking was good. I gave the run game. Spencer Burford had enough. Yo, I know he was the lowest graded pass offensive lineman, like 25.8. I know it was bad. I get it, PFF. Y'all suck. But (laughs) he had this one block on, like, all the Rams where Jeff Wilson Jr. was able to cut. Like, he, he cut in and then cut out and was able to get a big gain. On that play, that was Burford coming from the right side
0: to the left. That's what I like to see from our guards. That was the same play. Burford uh-huh. and McGinty like, high-fived or headbutt each other after okay. the play was over. I had to run it back. I'm like, what are they celebrating? Did bro, you see my man coming across? That was that block by Burford, bro. That cross yeah.
1: block, man. I gave the run game an A-minus, too. Um, I thought run game was collective. If I'm going to give the pass a game an A-minus, you had a couple of fumbles. Uh, I believe it was one. Two. I I saw oh, yeah, because they I call the other one uh, uh incomplete pass. Yo, um, so yeah, it was one, so a fumble definitely hurt him, but if they didn't get that fumble, it would have been a solid A. That's what you want from your run game, and they kept the chains moving. Yeah, I yeah. I
2: I have to agree with Breezy on that one, man. Once again, he's uh he's he's hanging out in my head. Um, <laughs> be careful in there, man. Weird stuff goes on. Um <laughs> We had it, bro. This, okay, so somebody in the chat over here, Clowder, man, uh, he, he said he thought, thought, thought uh, he thought the guy in the top left was Josh Norman for a second. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I'll take his paychecks that he was getting from the NFL. But I, I was Josh Norman. <laughs> wow. But, nah, the, the run game was solid, man. CMC came in, showed up, showed out. Um, we used Jeff Wilson Jr. sparingly, obviously, because we wanted to make sure that we traded him. And got something for him. Luckily, we were able to find a trade partner for him. And you know, I got I got a roll with Breezy on that one, man. It's solid egg minus. It 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 worked to his perfection. And the beauty of it is CMC hit the trifecta. He had a touch, he had a passing, a receiving, and a rushing touchdown. If he does that every game, I can care less. I, I'm I'm good. We don't have you as long as you're scoring, you could have the lowest stats. If you had 150 yards, but you had four TDs? That just means you were in scoring position and he didn't have far to go. So, while some people would be like, well, those aren't great stats. Did you look at what happened? I mean, he he ran all over him, and I knew this game was going to be CMC. Like, I knew this game plan was centered around him. So... I, I'm telling you right now, man, it, it's definitely a, a beautiful thing. And I see them clowning in the chat GSU for life. He on your head right now, Breezy. <laughs> he said, Don't, don't y'all, uh, don't say nothing about Joshua Norman. Yeah. Breezy's still heartbroken that he's not on the team.
1: Fumbles, I tell you that. We'll get, he'll get burnt, but we'll have some fumbles. I yeah, hey, look better than Emery Thomas right now, too. But yeah,
0: uh yeah, don't do that. Why you gotta tear another man down? I'm
1: not tearing them down, just saying. I mean, actually, they, they really the same player, they they get called for holding on every play. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> this is a cold world. <laughs> this
1: is a cold, cold world. Man. I love Henry, man, but he just don't be having it out there on the football field. I'm gonna eat my I'm gonna eat my cucumbers, bro. All right.
0: <laughs> um, so two A minuses here. I'm actually gonna give this an A plus. I thought the run game was perfect. All right. I know that's going to sound weird because we saw the one play uh, where they really telegraphed it and ran the ball right up the middle. We knew that was going to go to Christian McCaffrey. And sure enough, it did. Right. Um, And, you know, that was the one play that they just converged. They just crashed the middle of that uh, the offensive line and just got to him right away. Right. But that's part of the run game. So what I did was I looked at how effective those runs were uh, down and distance wise. You know, we converted third downs. We converted seconds and shorts. And when it was all said and done, when the dust settled, the 49ers running backs accounted for 108 yards on 22 attempts. Guys, that's 4.99 yards a carry. I'm sorry, 4.90 yards a carry. It don't get much better than that for a whole game worth of running. And the only reason they didn't have more yards is because we just didn't run the ball more. They couldn't stop what we were doing. We were tossing the ball. I saw different types. Uh, types of run plays this game it wasn't just those handoffs and you hit the b or c like we were tossing the ball and everything kyle was doing something different this game everyone said oh the creativity is going with kyle maybe it was more about personnel than what we thought it was you know what i mean maybe it was more about fit than just oh well how come he's not calling these plays maybe he has been protecting these guys and calling plays that his players can execute best because as soon as he gets Christian McCaffrey here, the run game changed up. I saw some different uh, different types of runs happen and everything, and I really enjoyed it. So I gave them an A plus. It caught everybody off guard. It surprised the hell out of me, and we were highly highly efficient again, guys. You know, twenty two carries, one hundred eight yards, almost five yards a pop for the whole game. That wasn't like a quarter. That wasn't one player that had a big run or anything like that. This was a consistent churning of the ball, man. The couple I feel like of carries
1: the that- is off though, because. Like, and I'm not disagreeing with you grading, I'm just about like you being like the same, because we fumbled the ball. Luckily, we got it back. So I guess I look at it at it this way. Had that fumble not been recovered by Ray Ray McLeod, even though it was, but had it not, it it could have possibly went a different way. It was one of those game-changing moments. And yes, we were looking dominant in the run game. Yes, we were looking dominant in the pass game. But that one fumble could have changed the whole game had it not been recovered. So my my ball security grade is is low, and we've been fumbling the ball, Mike and and D like a lot. And I got I got I that's
0: bothering me. Right, no, and, and rightfully so, right? But I I do want to make it clear I didn't hold the Jimmy almost interceptions against. Remember I said I was going back and forth. In my head about it, and I I, I wiped that out with the with the off schedule stuff because I was really impressed that Jimmy was able to execute those things. So, well, you um, should
1: be if you're going to be a quarterback, you should be able to execute off schedule and not throw bonehead passes to DBs. I didn't get, I didn't give them an a plus. No, 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 no. You didn't. No, I didn't say you did.
2: No, he's no, he's what Breezy is just saying is like, hey, like just in for the sake of Jimmy. Get it together. Like you gotta be smarter about some of these passes. Cause one of those passes to one of those almost intercepted balls, he just I don't even think he saw him because the linemen were in front of him. But on one of the other on the first, on the first one, he almost threw he clearly saw Jaden Ramsey. Like there's no way he missed him. He was
1: right there in his face. But it was just game changer. Like, and you know, once Jimmy get down, the whole team is down, bro. Like well, hey, they, don't have they a can do it to Get back up. Yeah. Unless Christian, well, we don't know. Maybe Christian McCaffrey would have came and saved the day. Provided a spark of
0: some sort. Yeah, we'll be, right. I'm sure there'll be a time where things aren't clicking with Jimmy and Kyle's gonna be like, forget it, let me take the ball out of his hand. So yeah, we've we'll, seen we'll, that. We'll see happens. We've seen that before.
1: And yeah. there you go. And that's why Kyle Shanahan made that move. And like I said, uh in my opinion, so uh Debo Samuel is still that guy. But now you added a Christian McCaffrey, and now it's just like, oh man, I got a, I got a, I got a Trump card. Now I got a Joker card. I got something a little different because if Jimmy isn't going to be efficient, we could do some different things. We can get Jimmy to throw checkdowns. That was the one thing you talked about. And I don't think we stayed on it a lot. Just from we're still on the offense. I don't We talk about the run or the pass. Jimmy was hitting his checkdowns, and I think that's super important because I always ask the question: Why can't we? hit checkdowns. Like, why are we the only offense that don't have a checkdown back? And it's not even still a normal checkdown back. Me, a checkdown back is the guy that, like, checks and releases and is just right there waiting right in front of the quarterback just in case he's in distress. That ain't even what our checkdowns look like. They're still to the side. You were <laughs> ass.
0: You know what i Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question, though. You said the checkdowns were there today. They looked a little different from the, the standard checkdown, right? But mm-hmm. do you consider that and and I know how it's going to be static, right? It's going to be static as a as a pass play. But how do you how do you how do you put that in there as a run or a pass? Yeah, like how do you when you look at that, right? So the, the Saints are famous for it, especially when Drew Brees was there, right? They use <laughs> the pass game as an extension of the run. Of the run game. Snap the ball real quick, hit him while he's in motion behind the line of scrimmage. It was, it's an extended handoff. We saw yeah. a little bit of that. So, we like, saw- do y'all? Like, do y'all credit that for the run game, or do you just chalk it up to what the stats say in the pass?
2: Just, uh, I go for just the stats, honestly. Um, I mean, because when you pass it behind, then you allow that that, uh, person who caught the ball to make a forward pass. But if you're passing it to them and it's going forward, they don't have that luxury. So they just got to make something happen. So for me, I just chalk it up to whatever the stats say. Um, But, I mean, hey, if – you're going to keep doing that and sucking the defense in and CMC can start throwing more, you know, more touchdown passes. I'm with it because I, as far as me looking across the landscape of the NFL, CMC is a top five back. Like, you know, you got your Jonathan Taylors and, you know, uh, your your other folks, but seeing what CMC does is crazy. Like he he's flat out insane when he does what he does, man. And I I love every second of it. Once we got him, I already knew Kyle was gonna be crazy in his bag to 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 be able to play with that new toy.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's keep it moving here, guys. Uh, I think I have. Uh, all right, so we did passing game, we did run game. Uh, let's let's switch over to the defense really quick. All right, uh, let's talk about the run defense. All right, we're on the run game. We're gonna transition, flip it to the other side of the ball. How do you guys think the Niners did against the run? Uh and for those of you guys who don't remember or know what the stat line was, the Rams finished the game with only 56 rushing yards. Now it sounds like, damn, like they really got them, right? But they ran the ball. What? Let me see here. They ran the ball 21 times. Look, they
1: they did their one time less than us. They Listen, the rush defense did exactly what they were supposed to do, and that was stop the run. So it doesn't matter who they were playing against or whatever. They came out and stopped the run. I gave the run defense an A, flat-out A, straight-up A. And listen, this is from a win. So, of course, the grades are going to be kind of like not necessarily skewed up, but there weren't – even with the, the, the little informalities on the defense where they – we're in different, the wrong run lanes and different things like that. Things broke down. They didn't give up big runs this week. And it could be because of their, you know, the personnel from the Rams. But the Rams could have tried to run the ball with a couple of wide receivers. They did it before. It wasn't going to kill them. Brandon Powell chewed us up the last time we played. Not chewed us up, but he had a couple of spark runs. They didn't do it this time. So the 49ers rush defense was out there. Shout out to them guys out there in the interior. Shout out to those linebackers for filling up those holes man like fred warner was on one so run defense a flat out straight up
0: yeah I, all right i like it man i'm gonna agree i know dion isn't going yet i'm gonna give him an a also you know what i mean i mean why not an a plus i guess because they didn't cause any turnovers or whatever but it was damn near flawless out there it was it was a beautiful thing to see uh like i said one less attempt than us and half the yards I mean what what more could you want? You know what I'm saying? So I give them an A out there. Dion, what say you?
2: I gotta roll with everybody, man. It's an A plus 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 for me. The thing is, the Rams don't have a run game. But every now and then that one team that doesn't have a run game comes again, comes in, and (laughs) but I'll tell you this for me personally, I loved it. And I'm telling you right now, we don't seem to be missing Eric Armstead and uh, Javon Kinlaw too much. Now, I like the fact that Eric I'm Armstead about the could come.
1: right. We talked yes, about last game. game for the Rams. Okay,
2: last game for the Rams game. I'm not saying it in total
1: nothing couldn't stop a nosebleed in <clears> there.
2: <throat> no, no, yeah. not this is this is what this is this is my thought process. Armstead, I expect back at some point this season. Okay, I'm not that high on Kinlaw coming back. And it's nothing against them. I just honestly think that that knee issue may unfortunately keep him out a little bit longer than he would like. But as far as what we got on the squad right now, man, I'm I'm happy with it. Run game, run run defense was, you know, monstrous out there. And believe me, they 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 were out there flying around doing everything that they had to do. And I think the defense really appreciated the second half. Because what did we do? They stopped, we scored. they stopped, we scored yeah if I'm if I'm on the defense, if me you and Breezy are playing defense and we go out there and do what they did in Atlanta and shut them down from the third quarter eight minutes and almost 20 seconds something like that the defense shut Atlanta down. If I keep doing that and you keep getting on the field and do nothing, I'm pissed. yeah, I'm tired of going out there cracking people, doing everything that I need to do. And you're not doing you're, you're not holding up your end of the bargain. It is a right. team game, but at the end of the day, if I'm doing my job, I'm going to expect you to help me out. My job as a defense is not to score. If I score, it's a luxury, but your job as an offense is to score to right. even get in the field goal range for that matter. And right. if you're not giving me that, yeah, I'm definitely going,
0: I'm going to be a little tight about that. And to your point, you know, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that the defense's worst drives were on the heels of the 49ers worst drives. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you know, it could be just a big coincidence, but you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that uh it, it's just something that you should just breeze over, you know. It seems like the team found their stride and their confidence all at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. when they, they went down, they 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 uh they held them to a three and out on the opening drive. 49ers get a couple of first downs and they stall out and then the rams come back they score 49ers look terrible on the second or was it the second drive or the third one but then they end up sco- they scored after our offense didn't look good again so it was like all right like i see what's happening here and then all of a sudden they just flipped the switch halftime the team looked different that that first first drive coming out of halftime didn't look good but then right after that it was like hey what do we just talk about and then they got everything together so The run defense absolutely gets an A from all of us. I think that is that it was a beautiful thing. Now this one's going to be interesting. The next one here is the pass defense. This is going to be interesting because this was this was the Cooper Cup show. (laughs) Pretty much, but it but it but it's always going to be the
1: Cooper Cup show. It's the Los Angeles Rams. So you. I, I would tell you this. They gave up 79 yards to Cooper Cup and a touchdown. And the touchdown came on a on a play where Oren Burks just, they found the mismatch. Oren Burks didn't play mm-hmm. his, his zone properly. And it just, you know, and you, you're going to get that. It's not like Oren Burks is our starting linebacker and he knows exactly where to be. And even if he didn't know where to be, he just he just he just was a few steps behind. That's yeah. Sean McVay scheming Cooper Cup. Finding the mismatch that goes to that point goes to Sean McVay. But Cooper Cup, in my opinion, 79 yards. That's that's a good game. I <laughs> think it's a great game. Uh, yeah. and they gave up the one touchdown to uh to Cup. So look, they only gave up 150 yards. How
2: many yards did they give up, Mike? They gave up uh, 100, they gave up 167 yards passing. That's it. Yep. That's it? Yep.
1: Without mostly.
2: Yep. That's it. 167. It? Look. Technically, yeah. it says 187 in total, but yeah. I'm safely yeah. assuming took that
0: the sack yards.
2: They, they took away the sack yards. So it's 187 oh. in total. Cup was the leader with 79. The next closest person had 54, and that was Allen Robertson. Mr. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and taunt you in your face like a dummy and
1: get a 15-yard penalty for it. That was some Juwan Jennings stuff right there. I felt like that, that definitely was 100
0: percent fact. But that was also ticky-tack by the refs. He he did the first down thing. It was like, yeah, I'm here. Like, but yeah, no, I I no, gonna- no, no, no.
2: I'm I'm gonna disagree with that one. That right there was perfect call by the refs. You know why? Number one, we barely get calls as it is. So any call we get, I'm gonna take. No, 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 no. My number two is the reason, the real reason. But he looked dead at him in his eyes and then did that well, he and taunted. stared at him for a second. That is automatically taunting. Yeah, so he did, he, it's
1: not like he just made the gesture, he yeah. actually. If I'm looking away from
2: you and I'm you know, like that, then you can't tell me I taunted you because I wasn't even paying attention to the fact that you existed. I just broke you off for first down. But I'm looking dead at you, right in your eyes, and I do that? Yeah, I I, I would expect a flag thrown. You know what I mean?
0: Tyreek Hill points to people and waves bye-bye as he's running into the end zone. It's Tyreek Hill. The player don't matter? Yeah, he
2: does. Oh, it's not supposed to. I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example of how the player matters. Cam Newton was playing Tom Brady, and he was on Patriots.
0: I know exactly where this is going. Exactly. So the, it does matter because the ref told him, "You don't get those calls yet." But what I but what I was going to say was, "It's not supposed to matter." No, 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 matter. no, no,
2: no. It's not supposed to. I that's
0: agree. That's, the, that's the fouled up part. But I I do get what you guys are saying about that. Okay. I completely get what you guys are saying. So. What Did we give the grades for the past? We didn't give grades for the past defense. Wayne, I'm going to go with a, a solid –
1: I'm going to go with a minus on this one. I'm going to go with an A- on this one. Go a- on one. Y'all yeah, got a lot of positive grades. This was this a good game for the Niners, huh? Okay. A good game for the Niners. I mean, yeah, okay. there were some flaws, but this was overall a good game. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, say, you, buddy, had you had some missed coverages. You had some missed tackles. You had that. But overall, when you look at the broader picture, they held this team – this offense with Cooper Cup, they held them to 167 yards. And even though the pressures weren't there in the beginning, they figured out how to get the pressures there uh, in the second half by, like, like taking away first and second down, forcing them to be in third and longs. Like, you know, and so the defense kind of adjusted and figured it out. Shout out to D'Amico for that. So that's why I'm going with an A-. minus. All right, Deion, what say you? Me? Um, I got to go
2: probably about an A. I'll give him an A. Um, nothing, nothing bad. My, my thing is, I don't care if you give up 600 yards passing in a game, as long as you don't give up no touchdowns. I'm one of those people. Like, I don't mind you giving up yards, but you giving up touchdowns is what bothers me. So they did their job, man. They did the best they could. And let's hope and pray. I, I'm telling you right now, if Jason Verrett can get on the field, and be the Jason Verrett we know he is, and we have Mooney opposite him, oh man, <laughs> throw the ball if you want to. I dare you throw the ball. I want you to, because you know what's gonna happen? It's probably gonna get picked or it's most likely gonna get knocked down. And you give Mooney that week off to get his knee right, give him a little bit of extra rest. You give Verrett that time off, You tell, and then he has a whole week to figure out if his body is ready for that practice. You know what I'm saying? To to figure out if his body's ready for the game during practice, should I say? I just think that the pass defense did a really good job. And I, I really don't have any negative things to
0: say. That's what's up. I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna give him the worst grade. I'm gonna give him a B. Um, I did I didn't like those those penalties down in the in the red zone and the goal to go. We kept giving the penalty after penalty after penalty. Uh, and I know it only equated to what like eight yards or something worth of penalties. But mm-hmm. just giving them first downs over, like I hadn't seen that many penalties in the goal line stance since the preseason when what was it, Jim Tom Sula's year and Mike Purcell in the, in the defensive line <laughs> fighting over and over. It was I I haven't seen that since then. It was insane. Like yo, just stop. Like we ended up gifting them those seven points. You know what I mean? Like it, they wouldn't have had that many. They would have had to settle for three twice on that same on that same little you know stint. But that I mean that's a hard knock. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a really hard knock, but I'm gonna give them a B just to be a little bit different from y'all. I can't give everybody A's now. I gotta, gotta, <laughs> make, them it, gotta make them earn it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've got a couple more to go over here, uh, but overall so far, so good. I'm not going to complain about anything. I I think the team had a phenomenal game. So here we are. We got two phases left. One of them is going to be special teams. Now this one, I can't wait to hear from y'all on because Somebody better have something negative to say about something that I saw. I'm not going to say it first, but I know y'all had to see it out there. It was something that was driving me crazy in this game, and I want to know if it bothered y'all too.
1: Overall, no. In the moment, yeah. If you're talking about returning the kickoffs out of the end zone, I'm sure that's what you're talking about. I'm, I could be wrong. but um, <laughs> the dude, Listen, the dude finished – Ray-Ray McLeod did his thing in this game on special teams. Like, mm-hmm. I think shards return he's had ever. And this particular game, like, special teams moved up, like, at least five ticks <laughs> in the rankings. So, I hate to say it, but I gave him a motherfucking A. Like, I thought special teams was good. Like, ain't nothing was wrong with the special teams. They didn't turn the ball over. Robbie Gold was kicking field goal. What, he had one, I believe? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, had yeah mm-hmm. but the fact is, we were on. Mitch was getting the punts down there. He's not the best punter in the league as far as like averaging in the punt. And I know people are like, yo, we want you to average 54. That ain't him, right? This team is, you get, they, this team is Robbie Go gets the ball in the air. It has the amount of hang time for this team to come down there and force a turnover, right? This is a game where Samuel Womack had one of the best tackles in his life. Crack. I give him, hey, bro, I, I didn't mean to take all the points, but that's nice.
0: what. That's good. We got an a. I can't wait to hear what Mike's grade is because I know I'm, Mike I'm sending my kids to your school because you are a gracious grader. <laughs> I'm, sending them, I'm sending them right to your school, bro. Okay. Well, kids... point, point out the flaws then, Mike. Because
1: that's what no, I want to no,
0: know. let's see what Dion De- 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 might have him. Let's let's see what he got <laughs> over there. He might, he might, he might be with you. He might have another A on that.
2: I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I the only difference between me and Breezy is he gave him an A. I just gave him a B plus. Like, I don't see any issues. Mitch Wisnowski three times punting the ball inside the 20. And the commentators talked about it. He's got a knuckleball that he kicks off his foot you that what I'm always winds up pinning them inside the 20. Yeah, I'm all right with that.
1: He was averaging 41 yards a punt. Yeah. I, look, you, bro, I, that's I bad, that, you know? That. that, like, according to statistics, that's, that's bad.
0: You know what? That's I'm all right with that. Wait, hold on. Let I me mean, let me let me explain why that's bad. Yeah, teams with really bad offenses are kicking from by their and by, uh, by the opponent uh, their end zone. So they oh. have like for example, remember in the first week of the year, uh, mm-hmm. that kid uh, Ariza, right? Yeah, 80 yeah. ADR punt. Well, if you punting from the fifty, there's no such thing as an ADR. Yeah, punt. there's no such thing as such. So sense. because yeah. we we were successfully moving the ball and getting some yards. That's less of a punt average that he can have, so it's all within context. So, yeah, league-wide, that's gonna be a bad grade. But Mitch was doing hey, his thing.
2: He was doing his thing. Um, Ray Ray McLeod looked really good, had a couple of good returns, and and the beauty of it was he didn't fumble. Like he did not fumble this game, and I'm proud of him for that much because that's been his his Achilles heel, so to speak. Um, but yeah, man, especially that oh, that hit by Womack was it was a thing of beauty. It just brought me back to seeing a Patrick Willis type hit almost, where you know, I mean, you know, you didn't see Pat. He, he Pat light you up, you know. He, I remember Pat literally catching the dude in the air with one arm and slamming him down to the ground. Like I know you didn't just try to hurdle me. I know you didn't think you were gonna do
1: that. Hit from Patrick Willis was on that kid Brad from the Jets. oh so, yes. Lord, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was that was like literally a crime like someone should all of the act. all of the prayers in
2: the world needed to be sent to that young man at the moment that he saw Patrick Willis flash in front of his eyes. I'm 100 percent sure life flashed as well because that was a tremendous hit. I mean, well, yeah, think about it. When we had uh, Whitner and Golson, we called oh, the God. middle of the field the kill zone. Like <laughs> I remember Deshaun, he laid somebody out just like, ah, like. Is, is that person alive? I don't kill them. Just, I don't even want a concussion for them, but I just want to make sure they okay because they're not getting up or moving. And that's, that's pretty much –
1: The rules were that, – right. That's what it
2: was. The rules are different now. Yeah, you do that now, that's a 15-yard flag. And, oh, yeah. You know, even yeah. Ray Ray, when he caught that pass, what happens? Hit on right. the defensive receiver. Free 15 for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So – I give the special teams a bit a, a solid B, man. They they did great. And I, I like what Mitch is doing. When he punts those when he punts the ball like that and he gets that knuckler on it, and people are trying to they're too busy trying to figure out which way the ball is landing so they can catch it properly. And then you get that last little weird spin, and it's literally just like a knuckleball in baseball. You're gonna strike out because you don't know which way the ball is really going. It looked like it's coming straight at you, and then it tails off or something.
0: Yeah. Well, coverage units were good. I I like what I saw from the coverage units, okay? Uh, There was a a return that had me nervous by them, a kickoff return. I was a little nervous about, but, you know, no penalties, right? No Jawan Jennings to add on 15 yards. But y'all cannot tell me that it don't drive y'all crazy watching this young man, McLeod, catch balls that are inside the five instead of letting them bitches bounce into oh, so the so i think
1: he's slick so hey. mike i knew he was i said that but mike changed it from being in the end zone inside the five you You're right. like, such a cornball ball for that
0: why does but, he what like when is well, he going to learn on, if put your heels mike, on the team and if it's has, over your head let it go
2: i, I look okay playing devil's advocate here depending on which way the ball bounces it may not always go into the
0: end zone. Oh, oh, no. I've seen some balls bounce straight up. I've seen balls yeah. reverse field. But inside, bro, he does this every yeah. single game. And I'm like, you are driving me crazy, bro. Let that ball go. Let it go. I, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he can identify the type of spin and rotation. He knows it's going to bounce. I don't know. He's still back there returning. So it's just me that's bothered by it. Obviously, if, if it was the coaches, they would have done something different. But... Shout Man. out to McLeod,
1: Mike, because
0: he's number seven in punt returns. I don't care Man. about that. And I'm going I'm to I'm tell you why I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you why I don't care about that. Because when we had Richie James here, he was number one with an average of nine, 9.4 yards per return. And we know that Richie James was the fair catch king. <laughs> he, was, he was the fair catch king. And he would return one or two of them, and get the ball, run straight to the sidelines. It's the shortest nine yards you've ever seen in your life. Nobody touch him because if the wind blow too hard on him, head, he was falling. And, so, <laughs> I it, I understand it. and while he was number one in the NFL, we were sitting here clamoring. We need more from the return game. So mm-hmm. those numbers are a little bit misleading, just like the punt numbers that we talked about. It's a little bit misleading sometimes. So, but yeah, so I'm going to give them a B also. I, I talked all that junk. Like I was about to give him like a B minus or a C plus or something like that. I'm going to give him a B also. I was very uh, happy with the game in all three phases. And that's going to take us to our very last segment here, our last part, uh, the coaching. I have to know what you guys thought of the overall coaching. We heard about a little dust-up between Kyle Shanahan and uh, and uh, Anthony Lynn on the sidelines for pulling Christian McCaffrey out. Kyle didn't like that substitution, and and you can't pull my guy out when I don't want him out and stuff like that. I can't prove that it's true. I can't prove that it's false. But we heard that's what the dust-up was about. Uh, how do you guys think the team did in coaching?
2: I think they did really well. You know, I give the coaching an A, you know, an A, an A, plus. Um, I mean, if you have, like, little, little spats like that on the sidelines, it's going to happen. Sometimes because, I mean, you have the, the, the positional coaches are in charge of rotating the players. Are they not? So if they are, then, yeah, I'm going to put in certain dudes. And at the same time, it's like, look, man, we've been running dude into the ground, Let him get a breather real quick. So, I mean – and, and, and to be honest with you, having Bobby Turner there along with Anthony Lynn will help us be able to get through to Kyle at times and stop him and say, hey, look, these are the reasons why we did this. We didn't do it to spite you or make you upset, but we're just telling you, hey, man, you know, sometimes you got to let a dude breathe for a second, catch his breath, and then put him back out there. You don't want to have him on the field Every single down.
0: He was going to run Christian in the damn ground, wasn't he?
2: Oh, he was. He, he was, bro, he was right. That's why I said the game plan literally was centered around CMC. Now, mind you, he does not mind carrying the load. He likes that. He is very, very happy about carrying the load. The issue is with people like that, you gotta you gotta save them from themselves. It's like George. George will go out there, play with half a leg, one arm, two fingers, and one eyeball, and he he'll go on the field. If you let it, like if you don't stop him and tell him, George, you literally are, him, bro, you can't go out there. He'll look at you and go, Really? Nah, you're just kidding. I'm going out there. Yeah. So you stop, sometimes you stop people from themselves. But I mean, if that happened, it happened. I, I, I'm not tripping off that. That doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, you know, unless they got into a seriously heated argument where it exploded and it becomes national news, you know, and Kyle's at the podium saying, You know, Anthony Land is no longer going to be with us or something like that, then that's different. But I say the coaching did a really good job with everything, the rotation of the players, keeping everybody, you know, healthy, in and out. And, hey, we got to wait. We left the game unscathed. Kyle Shanahan was at the podium a little confused because he didn't have someone to say that was injured.
0: Knock on wood. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you gave him an A, A plus. Wayne, what do you think about the coaching?
1: I gave the coaching an A, I think straight-up A, just because they made adjustments. Stuff wasn't working in the first half, period. Like, we had to draw a trick play to get on the board. Then the defense went down there and just let them score right back. And then we were able to drive the ball, get down to the damn thing, and then we only got three points out of it. We trailed 10 to 14, came out in the second half, didn't look like they made any adjustments because the offense goes three and out. Looked like it was bad time management. There was,
0: penalty, uh, they, there was a timeout for was the a timeout. A to fall start, and then they almost did it again. And the, that was the the one where he didn't tap the lift the foot. And, yes. and then, oh man,
1: terrible. They had a penalty. You had everything on that play, on that drive. Then they punted the ball. Then the defense came out, and that's where the adjustments happened, right? Because the defense was getting gashed in the screen game. And the defense has said, like, look, we're going to have to freaking take control of this, Uh them on that first down. They do a screen. And we've seen it before. Remember that play? Was it week? Uh, what was the week Who Funga got the pick? Six. I think it was week two. That was it against was, uh, uh
2: No, it was against the Rams. When did we play the Rams first? Was it the Rams it week? Was, it was the Rams because he, he timed that. He timed that. He robbled it. I think it was like week three. Let me double check. It quick. was week four.
1: It was the Rams week four. Week four.
2: Okay, Rams week four,
1: yeah. And, and the reason why I remember it now is because they were running freaking screen plays all day. They were running the same play that Debo scored the touchdown, was the same play that that was drawed up for Cooper Cup, but Hufunga knew what they were doing and jumped the route. And I said that to say that I think that's how we start started attacking their screen like instead of letting the screens come to us we started going to the screen and they forced them out and the offense took off so the coaches made a lot of adjustments um and that's how this team was able to win and the, and the players went out there and executed and it's good when your coaches make these adjustments and they can kind of set you up in the right you know places for your team to go out and, and, and win a game and that gave the team juju it gave the team a spark Jimmy Garoppolo looked really good in the second half compared to the first half. It was like night and day. Christian McCaffrey yeah. was pretty much Christian McCaffrey, Brendan Ayuk, and George Kittle were pretty much solid all the way around. The offensive line, the whole offensive side and the defensive side, I believe, had
0: zero penalties in the second, the half. second half. No penalties. Yep. No penalties the whole second half.
1: Come on. You can't tell me there were no adjustments. The well,
0: there adjustments. were beautiful adjustments. The adjustments deserve an A i don't mean that the whole coaching staff like so here, here's my issue i only have one but it's a big one to me this is really really important right Dion was just talking about sometimes you have to save somebody from themselves and he said that hopefully with anthony lynn and um uh, bobby turner someone can get through to kyle sometimes y'all can't tell me that y'all didn't gasp and clutch your pearls when christian mccaffrey was out there running up the middle and we were up three scores now I was the the end only, of the game I, I was I yeah. was the only one that wasn't I just yeah yeah I don't know how you weren't bro and Kyle does this all the time the game's out of hand right this is how people were killing Kyle uh what game was that it was early in the season last year I believe and they were like like you gotta pull the play oh Detroit we almost lost that game against Detroit yeah. they started coming back Kyle pulled the players right and then uh, like the week before the week after that they were like Oh, like you we lost somebody. You should have pulled the players, like you don't, don't leave me out. It's a back and forth thing, right? But when you invest so much into Christian McCaffrey, him in particular, and we up three scores, it's like four minutes left in the game. We all know you're doing draw plays to run time off the clock. Dude, you got Ty Davis Price active. Mason was at you yeah. don't ha- I understand you trying to trade Jeff Wilson Jr., bro, but that could have been terrible. Imagine him getting hurt on that play. Even if it's, oh, he hurt something out for two weeks. That's two, two weeks too much. You didn't have to risk it. So because of that and that alone, and I think that's a big deal. Kyle does that a lot, especially when we're up in the game. He'll just run the ball up the middle over and over and, like, do make the substitutions. Put somebody else in there. He doesn't do it. I'm going to give him a B just for that. But well, you guys' points were spot on, the adjustments. Uh, the play calling, the designs and all that stuff. Like, they did everything masterfully. One thing that neither one of you guys mentioned was the time of possession, first half compared to second half. They had was, over yeah, six and a yeah. half minutes on us going into halftime, and we finished the game like 30-30. It was insane. It was like 29-some mm-hmm. change to 30 minutes and a couple yeah. of seconds. Like, we were less than 20 seconds apart or something like that. For them to have over six minutes of possession on us in the first half and us to tie that back up like that, woo! They did a phenomenal job with the adjustments, and I want to give them an A. I do, but Kyle's got to stop doing that one thing because that's gonna that could end up costing us big time. Big, well, you big have big. you made the
2: perfect point. It's real simple. Let TDP and Mason do that cleanup work. That's yeah. what they're there for. You drafted Ty Davis Price. I can see if you don't want to give Mason any burn right now. You know what I'm saying? I I actually just learned that word from Breezy. I'm pretty sure that's an East Coast term. I have no idea. Really? But... That's an
0: East Coast thing. Give him some bird.
2: Bird? I guess. I I heard it from Breezy. Breezy's an East Coast guy, so I figured bird came from that. I don't know. But
0: wow,
2: um, it's a situation where you tell you come to t- TDP and say, hey, "Look, man, go on, go and clean this up for us." And you know what that is? That's a fresh body. And TDP goes out there and what happens? He's got first legs. So don't he leave. Break break on. Don't leave a theme or a crack open. He might break one on you because he's ready. He ain't been doing nothing but running on special teams. So he's there. So I, I do agree with you on that. Yes. Put the put the hard hitters in the middle and let, let CMC do the other stuff. Let him do the, the stretch zone type stuff. Let him make make sure that whatever he's doing, he's we're not taking too much tread off of his tire, so to speak, and just allow him to be used the way we need him to be used versus just running him up the gut and running him up the gut. You don't need to waste that. To take that chance or, or, or waste that time. Because we all know when Kyle's up two, three scores, he's packing it in. He ain't looking to score again. If he scores again, it's a luxury. It's like, all right, we did it. Right. Hey, cool. But if not, <laughs> Kyle's looking <laughs> and saying, I'm going to run that clock down every second I got and not give you any time to even get on the field. And he's just hoping that those runs give him a first down to continue to extend it. But, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh yeah. do he, uh Nigel asks, do we think Kyle will use Tico above T? No, he won't. Tico's on the practice squad. If he was going to use Tico, they would have never cut him and
1: put him on the he practice squad. called up, so there's a possibility. And Kyle don't trust rookies. So you guys act like y'all don't know this shit. Like, yeah, we're sitting here having this conversation like we don't know Kyle Shanahan. But when you absolutely know Kyle Shanahan, he won't give the ball to his rookies that he doesn't trust. There's only one rookie running back that he trusts running the ball, and that was last year, and that was Elijah Mitchell. He doesn't have that trust factor when it comes to TDP. And with four minutes left in the game, we weren't up by, like, we were up by 17 points, I believe, at that time. Yeah. Four minutes is a long time. You give that ball to somebody, they fumble that ball as a touchdown. Like, like you, I get it. You don't want to get this guy hurt. I think my thing is why run him inside? Just run him outside. Like get him in space. Like, you know, and you still can run off the clock. Christian McCaffrey's smart enough not to go out of the bounds, but you put the ball in the hands of the guy you trust the most to seal the deal, right? And that's what they did. You're not going to bring in Brock Purdy with four minutes left because you're up by 17. God forbid he does something. The next thing you know, it turns around the game. They at home. They get momentum. They come back and win, guys. I I, I understand.
0: But we're talking about the running back. And I, un- and I understand
1: that. But what I'm trying to say is, it easily could have turned around. I know Christian McCaffrey fumbled, but Kyle Shanahan trusts him. So it comes down to trust over. No, nah,
2: Breezy Breezy makes Breezy makes the perfect point because Kyle no. is definitely no no I, I'm saying Kyle me me. I agree with him only on the fact that Kyle is one of those people if he don't trust you he ain't giving you no no type of run, no touches, no nada. I, understand I, I, I,
1: that, but I
2: completely a- I completely understand him on that. I, I mean, think I
1: don't agree with that, Mike. I don't agree with Kyle being that way, but I can't make him be something that he's not no, because no. I agree that's what, what I- you're saying. Like give yeah. take him out. Put the other guys in and let them run, but I think it comes down to more trust, Mike, than it does logic for him. It's weird. Yeah, I'm he like, is no, weird no. about trust.
2: He's always been that way, man. He never like he doesn't want to. Okay, think oh think about it like this: You had Jordan Mason and Ty Davis Price readily available for That's Carolina, much. if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. But what happened? He called Tevin Coleman off the damn couch to come in and play. Why? Because he wasn't about to give neither one of them dudes the ball. He was like, "Nope, I'm not doing it." So I, I get, I get where Breezy is going, coming from, and I understand what you're saying because we, we, we definitely are, are spot on with that.
0: But yeah, he, Kyle is one of those dudes. He, he... even, even when Wayne disagreed with me, he agreed with me. He was like, yeah. "Give the ball to the person you trust, but don't run him up the middle." What I said was, "If you're gonna run him up the middle, put somebody else in." So we're he, saying the same thing. But
1: he's not gonna put. He's not. First of all, he's gonna run up the middle, and he's not gonna put anybody else in. So like. That don't make it right. I, I didn't, I didn't say it was what I didn't doing, say, but I'm telling you what he's gonna do. I didn't say he was. I didn't say you were wrong. I said that you're wrong oh, and not I knowing know. who Kyle Shanahan is because you oh, know he's no. gonna do.
0: Yeah, I about to say I know he's gonna do
1: that, and that yeah, that, but
0: that's terrible. And, and that's, he, that's what
1: yeah. drives us nuts Woo. about our coach. Yeah, he he's got a very headstrong, head head head. very very headstrong. But Coleman but Coleman. Coleman's active. You made no, Cole, not yet. I didn't get that.
0: Oh, I thought you said he was called up. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. I said he can get called up. Yeah, Yeah, because he's on a practice
2: squad right now.
1: But what I was going to say to you, Mike, is you made the point about taking the players out in the Detroit game. And they came back and almost won. Like, And and we took him out a long ahead of time. And then we put Jason Verrett back in. He's out for the season. And now we're dealing with Jason Verrett. So maybe coming (laughs) out of the game,
0: Kyle might have been like, I don't want to take this guy out. He's hot. It's Christian McCaffrey. I didn't tell him to change the whole offense. Nice. I'm talking about the running back that you're gonna run up the just that with that. That's like the game they pull. Okay, I'm just, I'm just Hold saying,
1: the- I'm just saying. Kyle Shanahan tried to take people out tried to save them, tried to keep them healthy, put in rotation. We had a huge lead in Detroit. We were on the road, same scenario, on the road, playing on turf, on the road, same scenario. And all I'm saying is he did that, and the team almost lost. And in him putting those players back in, they ended up getting hurt. Now, I just don't think Kyle Shanahan wanted to experience that either. He did defend himself. I just don't understand it. He did defend why he did it. I can't explain it. Oh, I,
0: that's right. I think somebody did ask him that. At the present, right? <laughs> he defended I need, him. Bro. I need to go back and listen to it. because. Well, that's you know. nice that somebody
2: actually asked Kyle a hard question, because I'm sorry, our,
0: our media people are
2: soft. The only person that asks anything remotely uh, hardcore is Grant Cohn, but he knows he's never going to get a straight answer from anybody. So, you know, it, it kind of sucks, because they won't come out and ask him certain things that they should ask him. You know what I mean? Like, it would be nice. Like, I'll tell you right now, Kyle would be annoyed to no end if he was in like in like a market like New York. Because them New York reporters ain't finna play with him. They're gonna come out and say, This was stupid. Why'd you do that? Versus our guys, they're
1: like, Hey, Kyle, why'd you make this decision on third down and ten? Our beat writers gotta ask it differently. They they can't say why'd you Decision they more like so you made the decision to go for it uh on fourth down on this play, but then on this play, you didn't make so then they answer the question do you did you get that call from upstairs from your staff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they got, like, you, I swear like they gotta play with kick gloves when they're talking to him I'm like, it's a grown man. I can, I can I never, can never can be, be a beat writer. So I'd be like, Kyle, you fucked up. Uh, straight
0: up, <laughs> be a hey, they want to know why we can't get press credentials. That's right, hey,
1: bro. They would never
0: <laughs> let me in
2: because I'd, bro, hey, bro, I'd roll up on Kyle I seen on though, right? questions like 100% straight out, flat out. Maybe a couple of cuss words in it. You know, if I'm talking to him, one if I caught Kyle in, in a grocery store, he'd probably look and be like, Oh, yeah, I don't want you to be a nine fan because I'd be asking questions like, Bro, you're doing some questionable things. What is what is with this helping out the homie thing? Why do you always go and pick your boy up off the street and not trust the dude you have on your squad? What, is, what, what's with that?
1: Question. I'd be like, can I get your autograph?
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, look, you, I'm look, I got this jersey on. Go ahead and just hit it on the back wherever you you know, right here, there. I'm, I'm good.
1: Oh, boy, he you asked know? me about Bob Ryan. The I think the Boston reporters are. Oh man. Um he would he would make Kyle Shanahan think twice about coaching because uh Bob was different uh when questioning coaches, but like like Dion was saying, if 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 Kyle Shanahan was in New York, I don't think he would he would have made it as a head coach because yeah, they that, don't they don't they, they be, the one thing they don't pull no punches mm-hmm. and they're asking you direct
2: questions and they don't when when you the thing is when you dance around a question so I'll give give you this. Have you guys ever seen the movie The Campaign with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis? Mm -mm. If you've never seen it, it's a hilarious movie. It's actually a comedy parody on politics. Although, there's a ton of truth in it. And in one part of the movie, they asked Will Ferrell, hey, how are you going to bring jobs back to the state of, I think it was like Rhode Island or Delaware or something? And he's like, "Uh, we're going to pack our lunch in our lunch pails and put on our hard hats, and that's how we're going to do it. And Zach Galifianakis was like, you see that? He gave it the old DC dip and twirl. He danced around the question. He didn't even answer it. That's what Kyle does 90% of the time at the podium. And other pro, other uh, beat writers wouldn't allow that, man. They they just wouldn't allow it.
0: Oh, man, that's funny. That's funny. They said, Mike, can you, can you imagine Mike with Prescott? Have y'all seen me interview anybody? I'm actually all right under, like, Man. i was gonna say mike is
1: fine it's more it probably can't be mike and i <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yeah hey i'm gonna tell you right now bro y'all two will get to argue it and the person in the
1: interview will be like i gotta record this the person i gotta record, record this <laughs> i'm gonna take my <laughs> phone out. you know i guarantee that person will go viral Right then oh and there, God. taking some hot takes from Mike, and I, that, that's what it comes. I'd love it. Like, I'd love every second of it. I know I I love Mike. it. Speaking of that, Mike, they gotta check out our debate show on the Patreon, bro. That's where yeah, we yeah. go at it, <laughs> and people yeah, like I, they miss it. That's where we go at it.
2: Like, yeah. yeah, I love when y'all get into debates, bro. It, it'd be awesome because people don't under some people who don't really know you guys is. Uh, connection like that, they be thinking y'all really hot, like y'all about to go. I'm like, nah, bro, this is just how they do it. They they go back and forth, and neither will neither will bend to the other. Right. It, oh, it, it, it's the hell, perfect right? for debate, but that's that how you, you that do it.
1: But I can't front. We got that debate set up. As soon as that clock go, we just stop. It's, it's like over. automatic. It's stop.
0: Yeah, Mike, it's, you it's know like what I want to do? Stock,
1: if we can get a third person just to mediate and pros and ask the questions. It would be so real live debate-ish. So let's work on getting somebody on. Yeah, that bro, I'm right here. Hey, <laughs> hey, do it. You Set it you up. Say the word you say. The word I'm right there. Just I ain't the question, and then we get to, we get we got ten minute total, so that's like a five minute back and forth thing.
2: Uh, because I'm I look gotta, as good as Molly Carum,
1: but you know, I, I can I can do what I can. I gotta, <laughs> guys. Um, Rome's not feeling yeah. like he's a, he's a fever and we uh, ran out of Tylenol and I want to make sure I get there before they close so All right, I'm going to dip out guys but thank hey, you remember Motrin and Tylenol rotate they each I don't know how it's unbalanced because that's what we do but I clear it. It. <laughs> Tylenol yo love you guys bro
0: alright man be safe we appreciate you man hopefully uh, Rome is feeling better yeah Um, we're going to do this super chat segment here and we'll wrap this oh Sorry, we're gonna do the super chat segment here really quick. Uh, I think there's only two more mm-hmm. super chats left welcome, uh, that we didn't get to. Uh we'll, we'll do this and then we're gonna get up out of here. We want to thank you all for checking us out tonight. Thanks for rocking with us, man. Great in the 49ers overall, man. Sounds like the team got an A. I, oh, I will yeah. say that. The team got an A. Uh, I think the lowest grade of the night was a B. It's hard not to have A, you know, an overall A when that's what's happening. So uh Corey Davis says here, uh, with the trade of Jeff Wilson, can we trust Mitchell? to stay healthy. Um, Thank you for the super chat, but the truth of the matter is the trade has nothing to do with him staying healthy, bro. Uh, That's the hope. That's what they want to happen, Uh, but that definitely doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Um, And, you know, right now, all we have to go on is his history. I wouldn't be willing to bet that he is going to stay healthy, which is why I was one of the people saying, oh, man, I just don't know if this is the year to trade Jeff Wilson Jr., because You got Mitchell coming back off the bench and clearly you have other running backs that you just don't trust. So uh, they made an interesting decision and we're going to see how it all plays out. Now we're going to see how it all plays out. What what say you? Uh, I
2: I echo your sentiments. Um, We can't necessarily say that Mitchell is going to be fully healthy, but we can hope. Um, And we hope that if we do have him back, we're rotating him with CMC to just keep fresh bodies in and out, in and out, in and out. So let's hope that he stays healthy. Fingers crossed, prayers up. Um, but we don't know exactly, uh, you know, what will or won't happen. But unfortunately, history tells us most likely he'll be out. But he's already been out for the first half of the year. So hopefully right. the rest of the year we can we can pray that he's good because I would love to see a one 2 punch with CMC and uh, Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Lord, pray, pray. I'm going to tell you, I'm pray for any defense going for us. And I'm praying yeah. that you fall asleep sleep because they're going to get you.
0: They're gonna get you real good. Gonna be the one right there. That's I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what this team looks like after the bye week, man. Just the yeah. weapons that we're getting back, man. Look at Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel. Like, this is we, I think we're in for a treat. I really, really do. Yes. Um, and this last one here is from Sean. Oh man, uh, Sean, thanks again for the for the super chats. Man, he says, yeah. Thank you all for your prayers. My father died today, the day after my oldest daughter's birthday. I appreciate all of you. Uh, been taking care of him for two years. Be blessed thanks again. Sean, our sincerest and deepest condolences go out to you and your family, man. And you already know my DMs are open. We talk there often. Uh, If there's anything that you need, if there's anything that we can do for you or your family, just let me know. All you got to do is say the word. You know that uh, we we got an open policy here between ourselves. So uh, you let me know if there's something that you need, man. And uh, you guys will definitely be in our prayers, your family, you know, praying for uh, strength for you guys. So
2: yeah, same uh, here, Sean. I, I've seen you on this show a million times, bro. You are always very gracious with your donations outside of being a God-fearing man yourself. I'm praying for you and your family. I lost my dad too, bro. So even if you, you want to hit me up and talk, man, I, I'm, I'm always here to listen. Even if it's just a situation where you just are saying, hey, man, I just want to vent. Let it, let, it, let it go, bro. Let it go. Because believe me, I went to a real dark space when my father passed, man, and it took me a while to come out of it. But you seem to be in a little bit of a better a better spot, and I'm happy that you are. I'm praying for you, bro. My heart goes out to you and your family. Nothing but love. You need me. You know how to find me, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right, guys. I believe that is it for the. Uh, oh,
2: really quick, RIP. Takeoff from the amigos, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we man. did that at the top of the show. Yeah, we, we sent a couple of them, man. Uh, we uh, we did uh, take off, um, John McVay. You know, so we 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 may we do our rounds, we do that at the top of the show. So um, yep. you know, and again, prayers to all those families and friends, people affected by the loss of those people. So uh hopefully, uh hopefully these families and friends and all they can bounce back and you know continue to honor those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honor
2: continually, right yeah. They hey they live on forever in your hearts and in your minds, you know, the memories of them uh will always be with you. Believe me, man. I have moments where I have, you know little epiphanies you know little moments where i think about the stuff that you know i used to do with my pops man and how we hung out and everything so it it, they they never leave you man it's just physically they're not here and we we all know that our selfishness you know as human beings is what wants us to keep that physical body here but that spirit never dies
0: right absolutely absolutely all right well said dion uh at the end of every show i offer the guests the floor For their final thoughts, I want you to do some promotion, let people know where they can find, follow you, and all that good stuff. And any other message that you have to say to the faithful, something that you want people to remember you for or whatever, the floor is yours, the opportunity is now.
2: Hey, um, you see my name right there, Niner Game Podcast. You can follow me on YouTube. With that, on Twitter, I'm at SwiftD. uh, That's S-W-I-F-T-D-E-E. And on uh, Instagram, I am 49er underscore Dion. I actually took that from Mike. Um, <laughs> that's why I made my name that I saw his, I was like, all hey, right, cool. Um, and my, my final thoughts are uh continue to be faithful, continue to know that this season is only going to get better. We got guys coming off of the injured list that's gonna help us and be able to make this team a lot better. And with the way that things are going right now, with the momentum we have going into the bye week, we should be able to go ahead and uh continue to keep the ball rolling. We got the Chargers up next. They are riddled by injuries. And I mean riddled by injuries. And it's unfortunate um, that that happens to them. But hey, we deal with it every single year. So at least we got another team that kind of understands our pain to an extent. Um, but stay faithful, stay grounded, continue to back the team. We're going to make it out of this little bit, the little slump. We're at 4 4. And the NFC is wide open, man. Outside of honestly yeah. the Eagles, that's the only team that's really running away with anything right now.
0: Anybody and they has- run away from their own stuff because they got a team right on their heels in their own division. So Yeah, and they
2: got the Giants to be worried about. And then the Cowboys seem to woke up since Dak came back. And you know, Tony Pollard seems to play very well when Ezekiel Elliott goes down. So, you know, that it's it's no longer the NFC least, but I will say we still have a hold on our division. If we can win our division, we'll be fine. We've already got the Seahawks once. We already slapped the Lambs in the face twice. All we got to do is just beat up on them, them, them stupid little red birds and smack the Seahawks in the mouth one more game. And we could if we we're good. If we win our division and then win a few more games on top of that, we're fine. We can get we can slide right into the playoffs. I know it's that we are not gonna have that number one seed, so we won't have the rest. But I'm telling you, stay faithful. Continue to believe because when them playoffs come, that's when you really going to see the magic happen. We will be there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you, man. I think we're going to be there. Guys, we want to thank you all for tuning in and rocking with us tonight. You guys have been a phenomenal audience. We appreciate you guys. None of this is possible without you all. Hug your loved ones. Stay positive. Stay faithful. And you guys know how we wrap things up here. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We'll see you guys next show. Peace. Peace.
1: We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure, if you looking to find us, we them nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing, nothing but Niners.